This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello, everyone. This is the Evil Chocolate Cookie bringing you today's edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles. It is Friday night. I am running 30 minutes late because I got sidetracked and busy. But we are here and we are going to have some fun. And my phone's chattering, of course. As a reminder, today is the last day of the semifinals in this, you know, re-airing of the Tournament of Champions from last year. The contestant who wins today will join Amy Schneider and Sam Buttry in the finals next week. And possibly slightly into the week after. The reason I say that is <clears throat> because the first contestant to three wins wins the tournament. First contestant to win three matches wins the tournament, which means there could be as few as three games and as many as seven, depending on where the chips fall. So, with that said, on with the show. Today's today's contestants were Eric, Matea, and Andrew. And you guys, you guys already know by now everything about those three. And you also know my feelings regarding Andrew, which are not positive. Like, I could be wrong, but the impression I get from watching that guy on TV is that he's smart and he knows it and he expects everyone else to know it. And it irritates me. James has that same trait and even James irritates me. Like, I don't deny that James, both of them really, I have to admit, as much as it makes me sad. Both of them are smart cookies, but I want to punch both of them in the nose. The difference is James didn't really seem to start out as much with that attitude. But the more money he won, the more he got that attitude, so... No, I seriously want to punch him in the nose. But I feel like I'd get in trouble if I punched the fourth longest winner in Jeopardy history in the nose. So I I can't punch James. Sadly, I can't punch Andrew either. But (laughs) we're not here to talk about punching people in the nose. We're here to talk about Jeopardy. Matea was the one with an interesting story today. You'll notice yesterday we really didn't have any of those, aside from me backing up and telling the one I'd forgotten to tell on Wednesday. But Matea was telling a story about how they got recognized on the highway, of all places. They they were talking about this car, like them passing this car and the people looking 
people in the car just turned around and looked and then passing them again and everyone just starts waving and I'm just like people keep my my takeaway from that story is keep your eyes on the road and stop trying to spot Jeopardy champions on the highway because your stupidity is going to get somebody hurt one of these days if you do that on to the game itself now the game was pretty close throughout the entire first round everyone seemed pretty evenly matched but once double jeopardy came along uh things changed unfortunately for my soul it was andrew who landed all of the daily doubles and made some stupid wagers i kind of wish those stupid wagers had backfired a little bit because people i want to punch in the nose i kind of want them to get off the show as soon as possible because they're annoying that's just me though like i don't like to actively root against a contestant because that's rude but if they get on my nerves to the point that i consider punching them in the nose then yeah i'm going to want them gone asap <clears throat> sadly for sadly for my nerves though those bald daily double wagers did not backfire so by the end of double double jeopardy i can't talk today by the end of double jeopardy Mr. Obnoxious had like 30 something thousand dollars and a very sizable lead over Eric and Matea, which sucked. I would rather Matea have been the one with the huge lead. Because out of the three we had today, Matea was my favorite. But sadly, that's not what happened. Also, sadly, Although nobody was correct in Final Jeopardy, Andrew didn't make a stupid wager there. He only wagered like a thousand bucks or something like that and managed to keep his massive lead and end up taking that last spot on the finals. So next week we're going to see Amy, Andrew, and Sam in the finals and I hope I'm not going to spoil anything. If you've seen the tournament, you know what's going to happen, but I really hope Amy or Sam kick Andrew's patootie. I really do. Because the last thing that guy needs is an ego boost. Look, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm not. But those people that are smart and know it and expect everyone else to know it, they just drive me insane. And they make me want to roll them in a puddle of lava and then freeze them in it. But all in all, the the game really did take a turn in that double jeopardy round. Finding those daily doubles is really what decided the outcome of the game. Pretty much. I always say no game is out of reach, but unless unless someone does something very stupid at that position, then the game has been, in a way, it's been decided. <clears throat> no game, no game is a foregone conclusion. I hate to find fault with Alex here, but that was one thing that Alex used to do that would make me so mad. 
like he would tell the other players if a champion had a huge lead, oh, you're playing for second place. And I'm like, Alex, don't do that to them. That's not okay. If you are hosting Jeopardy, do not ever tell a contestant that the best they can do is second place. I don't care if the other guy is $350,000 ahead of them. Do not do that. Because that's going to make them feel bad. And you never know, the other guy might decide to try to show off and lose all and lose all that money and they could get first place anyway. So just don't do it. If I've said I've said that like 10 million times if I have once. So that's why I always say no one is ever out of the game unless they've rendered themselves out of the game by being in the negative at the end of double jeopardy, which a lot of times it's not their fault. They just hit a tough run. Now, if they intentionally do stupid stuff, then yeah, I'm going to point fingers at them. Like if they just buzz in just because, oh, I like, I like to go clicky clicky on this button. Then yeah, I'm going to judge them a little bit. As far as Jeopardy goes, I'm not going to judge them as a human. I'm going to judge them as a Jeopardy player and be like, how stupid you got to be. You're only supposed to press that button when you think you know the answer, not just to make it go clicky-clicky. But, it that's just something that I've always said, is the game is never out of reach. Never. Because you never know what somebody might get overconfident and do. And we talked the other day about not getting overconfident and how badly it can hurt you. We talked about that in our strategy corner. So just re- just remember that when when you're you know saying oh so and so can't win this game you don't know that for sure you never know what can happen from one round to the next even Ken Jennings for instance had they made a slightly different ruling on one of Ken's responses. Ken Jennings would still be a nobody. Because his winning streak almost ended before it even started. Had they not taken his answer, we'd never know who the guy was. He'd probably still be a software engineer from Salt Lake City, Utah. Although, I mean, he did move back to Seattle, where he's originally from, but you know what I mean. So, just just think about that. But I think that's what I have for you folks today. Um, I can tell you with some assurance that I will probably be late next Thursday because I do have things I'll be doing. So I may be late watching Jeopardy and I may be late getting in here to you know talk about it and record this thing. So just don't don't get annoyed with me if I'm not here right on time. I try my best to be here around the same time every day, but sometimes it just doesn't happen. Sometimes I get busy or Jeopardy's being a pain or the internet decides to be a pain or something and I'm running behind. But 
basically that's really all I have to say for today. So I'm going to sign off for the night. Remember to tune in over the weekend because we'll have Spotlight on Saturday and Strategy Corner on Sunday. Strategy Corner may come... I actually maybe have to pre-record Strategy Corner this week because I have a 12-hour YouTube stream happening on Sunday and I'll probably be totally wrecked by the time I get done with that. So Strategy Corner may get pre-recorded and scheduled to drop Sunday night. But I'm going to sign off. I'm going to say goodnight. And as Alex would say, so long, everybody. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast, an evil chocolate cookie production. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast, an evil chocolate cookie production.